We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. They faked to McKinnon. They'll throw to McKinnon. Right flat, 15. 10-yard line, sprints, 5. Far front pylon, touchdown! Kansas City! Fortune wide to the right along with Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Sprint out action right side of the pass. Leaching it, reaching out for the football. Touchdown! Kansas City on a sprint right throw. Mahomes, Marquez Valdez-Scantling snatching the ball. Townsend holds. Winchester snaps it to him. And Harrison Butker now misses the PAT. Snap to Mahomes. Pump faking, now moving to his left. Angling, will he run it? He will. At the far side angle and stretches out. Touchdown! Kansas City! The Chiefs regain the lead on a record-setting run by Mahomes. Mahomes watching as long with Andy Reid from the sideline. Placement is down. The kick is up by Butker. A spinning kick that is no good. Texans ball at their own 13. Snap the Mills. Looking left. She's trying to pressure, and now Mills will scramble. Gets across the 15. The ball's out. The ball is out. And the Chiefs trying to fight for the ball. He got the ball singular. <laughs> singular. Yes. And it might have been a prostate exam to get the ball. McKinnon, the single back. Three receivers in a triangle to the left side. Mahomes hands it off to McKinnon, trying to dart left. 25-20, downfield block. 10-5, touchdown! Kansas City! Terrific run by Jarek McKinnon to win the game in overtime on a 26-yard run. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won the AFC West for a seventh consecutive year. Mitch Holtis yesterday on 106.5 The Wolf. Um, yes, he urged you to get a prostate exam at one yep. point during the game yesterday. Willie so. Gay Jr. reached under the Texan <laughs> groin. Under the groin Whatever. to take that ball out. Mitch, I can go into so many stories about what happens in the scrum in order to get the ball. The main goal, get the ball, whatever it takes, and Willie Gay Jr. doesn't. He got the ball singular. <laughs> singular, yes. and it might have been a prostate exam to get the ball. <laughs> 519 to go in the game. The Chiefs have the ball at the 25-yard line, and everybody, you males in the Chiefs kingdom, go get your prostate checked. He's right about that. That's brought to you by Willie Gay Jr. So Willie Gay Jr. is telling you to get your prostate checked. Yeah, Mitch is right about that. Get a colonoscopy, get your prostate checked, get it all taken care of, man. Get all your fluids checked. Make sure you're okay. Yep. I'm in on that. Make sure there's not a football there. Yeah. It's good. Good call by Mitch. I yeah. like it. Like yeah. to have some fun, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to have some fun on these yeah. broadcasts, right? I feel like he I feel like Mitch came down to our level a little bit. 
I'm talking about Good. me and Dayton and the rest of the crew. Because that's that's the direction we'd go, and we would consider Mitch uh, to make sure he st- stayed above the fray. And he came right down there with us. I loved yeah, it. No, I loved M- it. M- Mitch I has got it. a little more of us in him than you think. I loved it. But he's a pro. Yeah. The rest of Doesn't us are matter. Man. The rest See, of us, not so much. One night karaoke in with the Odyssey All-Star, and yeah, look what yeah, we got yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. he's yeah. I'm saying I, I consider him to be a true professional. The rest of us, man. He is. He can still have a sense of humor. It doesn't have to be all serious. This isn't I didn't baseball. say did, Bob. I'm just saying he usually stays at a, at a different level than the rest of our nah, child humor. I love it. Go for it, Mitch. Give me something good this weekend, too. It's Christmas. Uh, uh, we shouldn't know the name Carl Jeffers. We just, we just shouldn't. As a collective football My fan. My 13-year-old daughter now knows who this guy is. I'm not. I'm not. I, I hate blaming the refs. I hate doing whatever. Um, one of the reasons that game was close yesterday, yes, a lot of self-inflicted Chiefs stuff. But a lot of it also is that crew. The Chiefs don't like that crew. That crew just seemingly does not like the Chiefs. Right. And, and every you're time, not just making that up. No. Let, me, let me just say something real quick. As you mentioned, I we try don't to, blame I, the refs. We've got to, facts on this. And I try to avoid that stuff. Yeah, like, I do too. I don't care. I don't look ahead and say, oh, my gosh, it's this crew. They're, I, I just try to tell, like, I, I, want it, I want it to be not a factor. I mean, it used to be a big deal with KU, and people would say Higgins, like Higgins was that guy, right, who's with the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was John always Higgins. screwing KU, and the I mean, KU fans are the best at blaming and, and, the refs. And I would tell people all the time, I was – I was there. We were, we were there. Bill self was asked about John Higgins, like completely off the record. Right. Mm-hmm. At, at a, at a, at a lunch. He's like, yeah, he's one of the best referees out there. I don't yeah. know why everybody's always on this. Guy. Right. He's like, and he would tell you, he would tell you if the guy was, and, and he would tell you if he stunk, you yeah. know, and he, yeah. he would just like, no, he's one of the, you should have heard some of the stuff he used to say about Josh. <laughs> he's like, he's one of the best referees out there. And I could tell you, right. They don't have a problem with him. Now people have legit problems with Carl Chiefs. The Chiefs Sheffers. have a problem with this yeah. guy. Yeah, the Chiefs. Everybody should have a problem with Carl Jeffers right now. He gets in the way. He's been on some big games involving the Chiefs, and he's gotten in the way. The Pittsburgh playoff game. Mm-hmm. The Eric Fisher goes told in that playoff game against the Steelers. Guess who was refing? Carl Jeffers. I mean, here's Travis Kelsey after that game. Remember that game? Flat out. From there, you know, uh, we'll go into the next season and uh, try not to let it get in the ref's hands. But, you know, they're the ones controlling the game. This is the most bitter loss you've ever. I mean, it sucks. This sucks. There's an unbelievable play called last drives. Alex just drove us down there, fourth down, after fourth down, making plays, making plays. The momentum's getting on our side, and then you just get our – Jugulars ripped out because refs felt bad for James Harrison falling on the ground. Um, it's ignorance. Ref number 51 shouldn't even be able to wear a zebra jersey ever again. He shouldn't even be able to work a footlocker. He shouldn't be able to work at a footlocker. That's right, a bleeping footlocker. That was the that was the Pittsburgh playoff game. That was 17, 16. 16 season, 17, or 16 playoffs? Yeah, I think. Or 17? Yeah. Well, either way, anyway, it was before Patrick Mahomes was here. Correct, correct. So this has been going on before Patrick right. Mahomes was even a, a, a vision in anybody's eye other than Brett Veach and Matt Nagy. Uh, someone sent us a, a, a little video. Travis might have rolled the dice on him once. Was that, that, he, was that looks Sheffers like, looks like there? Him, looks like him to me. Yeah. Um, he was uh, definitely on the uh, the Super Bowl with the uh, with the uh, the Bucks, 
look, I know the offensive line was the story in that game. And Cheffers made the some offensive there was some line calls was like a, in the first the half. Chiefs had a ton of penalties in that game, way more than the Bucks did in that game. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. That was this year. We made him cry. There's another game I know people like to point out. There was a Chiefs-Bills game in which there was like 40 collective penalties. Remember that game? It was never like and it, was it wasn't penalty. as lopsided penalty. at that time. It was just tons of them. They're part of the show. It's become part of the show. This comes from uh, a Chiefs fan, but also a guy who's been a writer before. His name is Christopher Mauder. I don't know him, but he did some of this research. We got it sent to us. 15 years as a head ref, Carl Cheffers Cruz penalized the Chiefs. 143 times, most in the NFL, for a total of 1,240 yards, second most of any team. The average team caught 86 flags and 740 yards. So 50 more penalties and 500 more yards against the Chiefs than the average. And he points out, is this still a conspiracy if the data supports you? (laughs) I don't know if that's the case. Another... uh, well, the, the league now needs to look into this and realize they cannot continue to assign Carl Cheffers to ref Chiefs games unless they don't want the Chiefs to advance further into the postseason. And I'm being serious about that. Carl Cheffers, every time he refs a game, the Chiefs have to beat a team and Carl Cheffers. And then a gentleman by the name of Preston Farr, he, uh, he has done some writing, uh, but he's... Uh, He's a covers the Chiefs a little bit, and uh, he went into kind of the penalty dive of this season. He points this out: twenty-one point nine percent of the Chiefs' penalties mm-hmm. have occurred in fourteen percent of their games this season. The two in games, fourteen what percent? Twenty-one percent of their penalties, almost twenty-two percent of their penalties, right. have occurred in fourteen percent of their games this season. Okay. The two games that were officiated by Carl Cheffers and his crew for two seasons in a row, the second most penalized team by Cheffers and his crew. So 22% of the chiefs penalties have come in the two games. This crew is wrapped. 22% of the penalties have come in 14% of games. So two games, two a games. fifth of the penalties they have con- con- had this year came in two games. Look, the evidence is there. The evidence is there. I saw another instance where it appeared and again, we're not blame ref guys at all. We is, will never do this, this but is, this is this has happened where Andy Reid would like an explanation. I think Andy Reid is of the status where he deserves an explanation when he wants one. Mm-hmm. Come over and talk to him. Cheffers didn't do that last time, where right? He can't get the guy's attention. He won't come to the Chiefs side of hardly comes to the Chiefs side of the field. There was one instance where Andy Reid was standing the entire time out and he was just standing in looking straight across the uh, the field. And I think it was showing his frustration in his way. Now, could he be more de- demonstrative? Yeah, it's not his, he's not his deal. Like, if it were me, I'd like fly off the handle, like screaming, like screaming, you know, get over here and talk to me, dude. Isn't there somebody that can do that on the sideline? He's, he's standing there looking across the field and I look and Jeffers is over on the, he's over on the, the Houston sideline and he's yucking hey, it up. Carl. Good to see you. He's yucking it up with uh, with Lovey, and then at that point, Andy's still staring over the sidelines, and he walks down. and He's having a little ha ha conversation with the Houston Texans punter. Yeah. What the heck's going on? There was another. You know that the play that the uh, the the Houston challenged the fumble. Yes, I'm not so sure those guys didn't talk them into it. 
Oh, you mean Sheffers talked him into it? Th- that whole crew's over on the sidelines. Lovey's there, and he's got the flag in, he got the red flag in his hand. He's thinking about challenging it. And they're over there having a little conversation. It was like a, like a stoppage of play. We're like, okay, you're going to make is something happening here. We're, we're stopping play. Wow. Lovey drops the, finally drops the red flag, you know, indicating I'm, I'm going to challenge it after a long discussion with the officials. And then one of the other officials picks it up and gives it back to him. I mean, what are we doing here? It felt like we were like super. So Who's supposed to pick up the flag? I haven't been in on the conspiracy. I've, I've, I've stayed away from it. Like, I, I get why. <laughs> what I won't say who, but someone around the Chiefs catches me in the hallway after the game and goes, Josh, Carl effing Jeffers, and just walked away. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. I'm like, I'm out. at some point, you got to believe it's real. There's like, what are, what are you doing that this this group's out to get you? You can't put him at Arrowhead anymore for a game. No. Can you? Like, I'm, and I'm being serious about that. Like, the crowd is going to rain down booze on this guy. Not there's a good of, look for the NFL. There's plenty of other crews. Give us another crew. Yeah, Jeffers does not need to be anywhere near a Kansas City Chiefs game. Hey, Carl, good to see you. Shouldn't need to know who he is. Why does my 13-year-old daughter know? <laughs> say, you know, that's disturbing. When she sent me TikToks this morning yeah. about roses are red, violets are blue. Our ref is going to screw you. Yeah, when it starts filtering down to the children, you know it's a problem. Right. They shouldn't know this. Like, this. when you get home from work and your daughter says to you, Daddy, who's Carl Sheffers? Yeah, you don't want to get into it. I don't need to get into that. This is like the Angel Hernandez of football. Except there's only one game a week to screw up for these guys. Angel does about seven yeah. a week. Yeah. Hey, Carl, good to see you. So if you feel you got a beef, I don't think you're. Yeah, alone. We're, we're in By on this one. Any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Just don't want to see this crew again. Just don't want to take those chances. Give me, give me somebody else. That's all. Uh, we do an edition of, I did not see that coming. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson every Monday at 7.30. Man, I start smiling when you talk about Kansas City fan base. This fan base, I mean, compared to none, this is, this is number one for sure. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
level of life. Instead of one day of presence, we get eight crazy nights. Back in on a Monday, get it on your calendar, Friday, January 13th, Cinder Block Brewing in North Kansas City. Starting at 6, we will tap that playoff Pilsner for the upcoming postseason. I like it. Come on out and have some fun with all of us from 610 Sports Radio. Hang out at Cinder Block Brewing, North Kansas City, Friday, January 13th. It all starts at 6, so come on out. We tap another edition of the playoff Pilsner uh, from the folks at Cinderblock, going to be fun. Yeah, happy Hanukkah, everybody. We got ours started on Friday night. I know Hanukkah started last night, but we had a little early celebration on Friday night. Getting into it, my sister texts me. She goes, "My uh, my nephew goes to Hebrew school in Philadelphia, and she goes, they're singing Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song at the <laughs> pageant this year." I'm like, "That's awesome! Why not? That's I love it!" Outstanding. <laughs> You got to talk about the, the this dish that you had that had the jalapenos in there. I was I was really um, well, we we were eating just you, know, t- you, you had know, the matzo ball p- soup we had and mat- everything. matzo ball soup and, and potato latkes is what right. we have and and you know you got to spice up the latkes a little bit yeah. right what do, what do you do it's basically just potato fried and so my friend's brother in law said I have candied jalapenos for the latkes. I'd never heard of candied jalapenos. Candied jalapenos. And, I suppose uh, you can candy anything. You, you can. Yeah. He, he got them in Branson. Um, <laughs> and it, no, I, if you're looking for them, I, I've never seen it. Have you, B-Dub? You're a No, I've chef. never seen I candied mean, jalapenos. You know, Josh eats, you know, bacon. I tried to find candied something at Thanksgiving. I couldn't find it. Candied yeah. what? Yams? No, I don't remember what Mayonnaise. it was. It was something to, to <laughs> stuff in the turkey. I don't remember what it was. Right, so, so, yeah. So, I, I never heard of candied jalapenos. Not bad. Really? Bad, so were they fresh jalapenos that they candied? Because uh, I don't think you could. Well, really I would do imagine the it's hard. Jalapenos. Yeah, at some point in time they were candied, right? Okay. Yeah, or they were real. They probably and, offset yeah. a little bit, right? And it's a no, nice they still had a little heat. Okay. It, no, but it's good. It yeah. was like I was like, all right, I kind of like this. You know, it wasn't like overly hot, but it wasn't like it lost its hotness because it was candied. No, it was it's really good on top of the lot. Yeah, when so, I yeah. when I saw that, I was like, I'm in on that. I want to try. Yeah, they were really good. But the only place that I know, because it's the only place I ever had them, is I got them when we were down in Branson. I don't know, maybe there's somebody up here that you know sells the the candied jalapenos oh my wife's grandpa makes candied jalapenos they're great on burgers all right from the 816 maybe you got to reach out to that guy find out you know how to do it i'm sure you just pour a lot of sugar on them right and now you candy something b-dub i don't know let's say pour some sugar on me yeah that was def leopard though josh that wasn't no that wasn't chef no that was not about uh cooking jalapenos jeez i thought there was chef from let's not let's not Make things up. Didn't he sing about candied jalapenos? Was Chef from South Park? <laughs> he might have. Actually, might have. Or was it something else? There might be might be candied something else, I think. I think maybe, possibly. Uh, let's do a little edition of I Did Not See That Coming. We may have the same name on this well, one. We might do, be kind of interesting. But, but I think two obvious different reasons why we okay. have this name. All and right. so I'm sitting down yesterday, which, again, the noon game, like, whoa, here you go. Um... Kevin Harlan, Kansas City, and is on the broadcast. Wonderful human being. One of the nicest, gracious, most just loving human beings in the world is Kevin Harlan, right? So it's the first time this year we got him to do a game because it's only the second time this year that we haven't had the number one crew doing the game. I think right? he did a radio one, too, but yeah. Oh, I, think, it, I think he did a West. I think yeah, he did a Westwood, Westwood one game. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him earlier in the season, so yeah. So he says at the beginning of the game, MVS leads the NFL with yards per catch. And I went... That's my. I did not see that coming. I think he. I think he took everybody off guard. Everybody's like, "Huh?" I know I'm a little hungover from the Christmas party the night before. Did Kevin Harlan really just say 
that MVS leads the NFL in yards per catch? The answer is yes. And so from my, I did not see that coming, that stat, which led into, I thought, a very good game for MVS and had a pretty good catch at one point in time, too. Yeah, yeah. Leads the league in yards per catch. Yeah. Well, they get him the ball, try to get him the ball downfield. You remember some of the plays he doesn't make. He's that of that ilk, though. There's some there's something about him that makes you think of the ones he does not make. Right. But he made a hell of a one yesterday. My, I did not see that coming. Fortune wide to the right, along with Marquez Valdez Scantling. Sprint out action right side of the pass. Leaching out, reaching out for the football. Touchdown! Kansas City on a sprint right throw. Mahomes, Marquez Valdez Scantling snatching the ball away at the far boundary, four yards deep in the end zone, and the Chiefs can tie it. So just a kind of a short touchdown, and I'm not always right where the play happens. Sometimes it's on the other side of the field. I was right by where that went down. He's coming in towards the pylon and makes Hoover hands yesterday. I mean, that ball was just, it was it was humming as well from Mahomes. And that's, that's for downfield stuff's great. That was my MVS play of the year. Yeah. His ability to catch that particular play. I mean, that thing was. I mean, that was great footwork. And great was ca- movement. And, and his hands just. That gentleman was parallel to the ground. But I am going to call bull crap on something. That was a heck of a catch. You weren't near that play. Because if you were, my phone would have blown up. I see Josh. Well, it's not my fault. Of course, fault my if, parents weren't watching it's yesterday. It's not my fault the game if CBS on. frames me out sometimes. That's all. Well, you got to get down lower. Yeah, get down. Get <laughs> Squat. The, get in on the celebration. Do some guerrilla marketing out yeah. there. Get in on the celebration, but uh, that that catch was was uh, was unbelievable. Like that was his. That to me, I know it wasn't twenty yards down the field. It was a short little little route. That was my MVS play of the year. Right mm-hmm. now. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. That was a great play. That may be one of your best catches of the year. Period. Yeah, that's just, just, just for just him. A, just a straight catch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what it was. I mean, you can almost hear the sound of it. It's like. It was great. It was like, it, it reminded me of him catching a ball off the jugs machine. Like, that's how, mm-hmm. like, because that ball was, was, was violently like was, thrown yes, by yes, Patrick, yes, too. Yeah. He was shooting out of Patrick's yeah. hand. And then <laughs> that's when you that's the one you catch Whoa. off to the side at at, uh, at at practice when you're when your work is done. Yeah. Get some extra work. Yeah, in. you don't want to catch that in the body. That's some broken yeah. ribs or some bruises and yeah. everything else. That, yeah. That's where you got to have, like, Jerry Rice hands, oh, man, yeah. where you caught bricks every day, you know, like he did when he was growing up. Good lord, MVS with that catch was spectacular. Yeah, for me it was uh, for me it was you know the Buffalo Bills won. You have to stay on pace with Buffalo for the number one seed. You have the opportunity to uh, win your seventh straight division title, and you came out flat. There was no energy whatsoever, and it took until the personal foul against Travis Kelsey when he was trying to get up, and the guy was hanging on top of him, and somehow Kelsey got to 15 yards. That was the first time I saw any energy or passion, and, and it wasn't sustained at that point either. So, yeah, I, I just didn't see him coming out that flat, you know, with something to prove. Yeah, there was it was a constant struggle to generate energy yesterday. Yeah. You, had the, you had the crowd, albeit in a, in, a, in a road atmosphere. The building's big. It doesn't make a lot of noise, but you had, you had, the, you had the crowd there, yeah. and there just wasn't – it was a – I just felt like it was a constant, like – this oh this will jumpstart him oh this will jumpstart right. him oh this will jump and and nothing kind of clicked yesterday. Refs might have had a big a yeah. big part in taking them out of any there rhythm was no as well. Flow. There yeah. was no rhythm. Not, not, you know, it was a Kansas City takeover in Houston at NRG Stadium, and there was no energy no. to be found. None. 
Uh, I'll tell you the uh, the post game locker room had uh, kind of kind of mixed emotions. Yes, celebrating, but also realizing, man, they could have played a lot better, and they're going to need to play a lot better. I think you're going to like the attitude of of Willie Gay. Excited to win the AFC West, but no. They need to get better. Got a chance to catch up with him after the game. Uh, honestly, man, I'm so ready to go to practice next week. Honestly, I can't lie. Uh, the, the win is good and all, but I'm ready to go practice and get better. I feel like we could have played a thousand times better. Me, myself, I feel like after the touchdown I gave up, man, I just, I want to just go practice <laughs> for the next 10 days straight. And then, you know, like, we're we going to be better. You know what I'm saying? So we came up with a big uh, turnover at the end. No, we're blessed and thankful for that, man, and this win. But at the end of the day, when you when you come back down to earth, man, we're ready to go to get a Super Bowl. You know, we, we got bigger dreams, bigger picture ahead. Like I said, I'm, I wish we could practice tomorrow. I'm so I'm so hungry now and humbled. So I'm ready, man. I will not tell Coach that for you, just in case. Uh, but, yeah, it is kind of a mixed emotions, yeah, right? Um, yeah. Maybe the last two weeks you guys have had kind of your B game, but what's that say to be able to get through those games with victories? Oh, the win is always most important in this league. I don't care if you undefeated or or lose every game. You know, a win is hard to get no matter who you play. And that team right there, oh, my goodness. That's probably the hardest we didn't play, the, the team that played us all season, honestly, man. And like they said, we get everyone's best no matter the record. And uh, we did today, and uh, to come out with a win is definitely a blessing. The run continues of AFC West Championships. I know that's the first thing you kind of got to cross off the list. How big is that to get another one of those and clinch a playoff spot today? It's definitely a big, you know, big thing for us. But when you set the standard so high at times, man, this 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 is a small, small achievement. You know, <laughs> we're going to enjoy it for about 15 minutes. But then we get ready to go to practice on Tuesday, you know. We're ready to go to work for a better, for something b- bigger and better. So, so I got to tell you to enjoy it along the way a little bit. I mean, but it's, oh, but, yeah. it, but, it's, oh, yeah. but it's hard, right, because you guys have such high standards. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Uh, you, you, good is the enemy of great, you know, and uh, we can't let this get too big for us. We got to keep going, keep climbing, man. Like I said, I'm, I wish we could practice tomorrow. <laughs> I love that attitude. Like, yep, that was a great interview. Yeah, I just want to go. I just want to go to practice. <laughs> I had to get to practice. Yeah, I got, came up with a big play to get the turnover, but yep. I think they're all in the same camp. Like, we got to be better. We got to get out there and, and be better. They do have a short week this week, too. Remember, they're playing earlier this week mm-hmm. on a Saturday. Saturday. So it's a little bit of a shorter week. They're they're ready to get back out there and get to practice and, and try to get – and they still have three games to get better, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, still, there's still time to do it. Uh, yesterday was not a definitive, but, again, the last two weeks have left – People with a little less than desired, right? No doubt. From a fan perspective. Yep. Um, is there more to the kicking issues? Kicker or holder? We get an expert opinion next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtis, joins the show every Friday at 730. Yes! On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. trying to help right we want it to get better yeah we whatever do. we can do and you and i largely can't get any can't can't help in that no, regard we're, we're pretty much out on this uh but he was tweeting up a storm yesterday right trying to help trying to help everybody's trying to help dustin colquitt with us here on 610 sports radio and uh dustin what what do you think is going on with the uh lack of success with butker right kicking now issues. kicking yeah. issues 
Yeah, I think you know, I think it's there's a lot going on right now. He's one. I think that we all need to remember that he's number two in NFL history. Uh, we have a great kicker, and anytime the, the, the our you know upper office, executive office, and general manager, or any scouts, they go, all right, who would we bring in that's better? And Justin Tucker, he's probably not available. He's <laughs> an active kicker right now. That I'm thinking that man, he, he him and Bucker are the guys in my opinion right now. And, and that's not an option. Um, the only thing I was saying yesterday, one is I'm defending one of my son's godfathers and um, I love, but he's great from the, for, for this Midwest town, he's been unbelievable for the chiefs. Um, in 2018, he had one of those unbelievable years that, you know, he, he may have missed, you know, some kicks, but he also had some of the most attempts in NFL history because of our offense just in, in one of Patrick's, um, you know, unbelievable years. What I was hoping to accomplish yesterday, which I'm not very active on Twitter, more on Instagram, but. Um, Smart man. It, it's, yeah, and, and and I will argue with people if I, and the, the funny thing is when people come out and they're like, how do you know? I'm like. Well, I, you've done it before. I've yeah. played yeah. the game, yeah. sir. I held, I held for that kid. I, muscle memory alone, sometimes I'm like calling out stuff in my sleep and I haven't played there and this is my third season gone. So like, I know what they're thinking. I know if they have a long field goal, what is his target? What is their offense's target line to get to before they take this kick? And so my point is it's, it takes three guys. It's lo- you, you're load sharing at your job. And so a third of it's James, a third of it's the holder, Tommy, and a third of it's Bucker. And when I'm watching the kicks, like if you let's, let's go back to Cleveland. Everybody got – not everybody. Everybody understood what I was saying yesterday, but some people were like – you know, I had kicking coaches like, the laces aren't that big of a deal. It's the heaviest part on the ball. So they are absolutely a huge deal. And if laces are facing to the sidelines, that's a major problem, a major problem. And what the, the thing that I was trying to get across yesterday, which is hard to do because you don't have as many characters to work with on Twitter to explain everything to everybody, which is probably better to do on the radio, is that – when a holder catches the ball, a third of the a third of the action is done. Once the holder gets the ball, his job starts then. It doesn't start once you put the ball on the ground and then you spin it. it, it that's worst case scenario, and I've done that before. I've been in these debacles in 06 and 2019 where you just miss a ball. You have so many reps, and, and it happens. And so I, I was never perfect. I tried to get it right, but what I'm seeing is elementary stuff happening on the football field where you got to start working beforehand. Let's go back to 2020 Cleveland. I was in the building. I was doing filming as a 15-, 16-year veteran on these guys just trying to be a voice and to help out. That's why they brought me back. He didn't listen to me. I, bar- I barely even got to work with him. And I, all I did is I wanted them to be successful and three of the kicks in Cleveland, the laces are facing to the sidelines or at Bucker, and he missed a couple kicks. The only reason why we didn't hear about that is because Dan Sorensen made an unbelievable play at the goal line, and we won. And so they go, hey, we got to we, – we, we, we learned from this, offense and defense and special teams, and then we got to cut and go to the next film because we got somebody bigger coming in here, and then we got to try to make this push for their Super Bowl. So I just don't want my, – my, sole thing on that on that deal was you can't just attack Bucker. He's number two in NFL history and I'm I'm a Chiefs fan 
and I'm spoiled and we're all spoiled from what we get to watch every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday night. The Patrick Mahomes show, he makes up for it. He's going to have games where he has three picks, three touchdowns, four or five touchdowns. But in general, like my kids, Brinkley, Colston, the first time they went to a 2013 Cowboys game at home and we beat them, Jason Witten's kids looked at the record, their record in 2012 and said that we stink. So my boys were upset when we won and it changed their whole life. Andy Reid and the, and the, the, the men that he's been able to bring in and that Brett Beach changed my kids perspective on that. Before that, my, my, my uh, 15 year old would say, Hey dad, did you win? I said, uh, no. He goes, so you lost? Uh, yeah, 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 buddy. Dad, you always lost. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was the perception in the in locker room. Now my, Cannon and Kinsler, my nine and 10 year old, they don't even, they're, they're surprised we ever lose. Right. right. I didn't even know. Yeah. I didn't know the Chiefs could lose. They're spoiled. Yeah. And, and that's a great problem to have. Mm-hmm. We, we, you have lived through this. Everybody that's listening to this call has lived through those dark days unless you're 10 and under. Right. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? And so my, my point is, is like they have to watch that because what I'm watching is, all the coaches on one sideline seeing the laces pointed over there, and they're not supposed to go that way. So how do we fix this, though, Dustin? Like, like what's, what's the solution to this, to this laces problem we've got now? Well, it's not like when I was in the building, it was James has got to do this, James has got to do that. And Pat McAfee is partially right. If you have a great long snapper and he throws it back and the ball's slightly tilted up, all you have to do is put it down. But as a holder, you're still counting the laces. You're trying to catch those laces on your left knuckle line if you're kicking for, if you're holding for a right-footed kicker, and if you're kicking for a lefty, you're wanting the, that that left hand. You you you're trying to catch those laces and count that rotation so there's less work from when you catch it to when you put it on the ground. And so the only thing I am seeing is when he catches the ball and he puts it on the ground, he's doing all the moving. And who sees that? The kicker. Mm-hmm. If the kicker sees movement, if you're not doing work from when you catch it to put it on the ground, the kicker sees movement. And so not only is he seeing movement, he's seeing lace the side of laces. And and I know that's nitpicky, but for people to say that the heaviest part of the ball is not a big deal, I'm not buying it because I saw it for 17 years. Yeah. Is, is there something you can do? Like, if, if he's not getting the snap down properly, can you just put Henny in there? Is, I mean, is this something that you can change on no. a Monday or not? No, it's, it's got it's, – it's, it's definitely – like, he's fully capable. It, it's – it's you can't uh, – and I don't even know if this is the right way to say, you can't black out during a game. It's got to be – I can't do anything other than this right here for this ball to go in. So when I'm watching Harrison occasionally miss seven extra points, when you look back, maybe some of them are his fault. But for everybody to say, we need to change kickers and we need a wholesale change, that's not it. What he provides for our kickoff coverage team alone, his ability to put the ball up, you know, 4.3, 4.4 seconds sometimes, and us to run down there and cover, that is the old Bill Belichick – hey, let's pop it up high and make them bring it out because if they start with the ball inside the 20-yard line on a kickoff, we know that the percentage of them scoring a touchdown goes down significantly. The offense has to somewhat close a playbook. Um, and so just that advantage alone is huge for Bucker. He's got a huge leg. There's 
times where you know a lot of a lot of teams will not try field goals that that he will try, and and it extends the game. What I'll also say right now is Tommy's done a great great job of of you know bombing the ball. He has um, early on in my career, I could hit those you know five two side threes, the five fours that you see him you know, sometimes hit on a regular basis. J- Dave Tobe has done a great job managing him and letting him use his skill, which is, you know, it's not a directional ball, but he is he is hitting it as high and as far as he can, and guys are making great plays. You have one of the best, most athletic long snappers in the league uh, in James Winchester, who I will say has never snapped snap better the last three seasons. It, it, it's unbelievable. At times when I was there, some, you know, the, the longs would be good. The short snapping would struggle occasionally. I've never seen anybody snap like him the last three seasons. So I know that it's not on him. I've been in the room watching those three work. And so it's just got to, you got to fully check in to 1.1, you know, 1, 1.2, 1.3 seconds, and then job's over with, and then Bucker takes over from there. But from the catch, you got to start working and getting it where he wants to. The laces are a huge deal. The wings a massive deal, and it takes three people to do it every time. Dustin Colquitt joining us here on Six Ten Sports Radio. As much as we joked with you in the past about how you just went to practice and like booned five of them and then uh, called it a day because you were so good, you were so good at your job. You know how much work goes into this. You know how Dave Tobe is regarded, obviously in special teams. What? What what can they do, or what are they not seeing? Are they not seeing something? Are they not coaching something? Or where is that gets the disconnect? No, I just think it's I, I like I said again. I think he's doing a great job managing Tommy as a young player. I remember sometimes it, it is it is a big deal, and and it it's a lot of pressure. Especially I remember towards the end of my career where I go from. You know, at times I'd have 95 punts in a season and sometimes 70 punts. And then all of a sudden you got uh, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes together and you're punting 40-something times in a season. And so the pressure comes on. And so I, I think that uh, Tobe has handled Tommy brilliantly. But at the same time, he was already a good punter. We already know that. We already know how talented he is. And so if we got to focus on one thing, it can't be – James, you got to get the laces right every time. You, it's it, when you're when you're talking about your like we talk about a third of the game, offense, defense, special teams. You know, snapper, holder, mm-hmm. kicker. It's the same. It's the same philosophy. It's if it's equal load sharing. And if you do your job, the guy behind you with the next job has an easier time doing it. And what I'm saying is, it's just repetition. I used to sit out there and get snaps off of jugs if James ever got tired or Kendall or Jean-Philippe Darche or who, who you know, yeah, Ed, whoever my, my snapper is, I'm getting so many snaps that I, I've seen everything on the ground, up high, wherever it is. And I can't speak to what they've done the last, since 2020, but I know when I'm watching on film and they're attacking somebody that I love and I'm watching the, the eye in the sky doesn't lie. When I'm watching that and I don't see laces, Somebody's not doing their job. Yeah, it was clear, too, on that extra point. I mean, there are two still shots, you know, where, where the, the laces on the missed extra point are clearly pointing towards Tommy Townsend. And the lace, I mean, we all learn from, you know, Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura late, yeah. late laces out. I mean, it, even even yeah. like the, 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 the just kind of, you know, average football fan knows that, you know, because of the movie laces out, right? 
Right. I know. I just it, it's it's one of those things where you like you attacked one of my friends for long enough, and you got to say, hey, look at everything. Mm-hmm. I, when I was when I was uh, back in the um, practice squad role, I, I I watched it and it was happening then. If you watch that, it, it's not like well. This is a new thing. What happened in 18? What happened in 2020? All that. If you watch the Cleveland playoff game, you have, I think it's five reps, six reps, and three of them are facing sidelines or back at Bucker, and he misses some of them. And I'm just saying, we got to start looking at that. I don't want it to come down to that. I love this city. I love the organization. And for how much uh, time and, and, you know, time missed with family that coaches have and they watch – so much film and they care i mean it's their job they can't step in between the lines they would love to be out there as a player again and so when i watch something little like this i don't want it to come down like that when i was watching the super bowl in tampa you know i'm in a suit and this and the stands watching this thing i see him line up for a field goal at 10 yards 10 yards not eight and then he moves up to nine because butker just like look we got to go we can't fix this mm-hmm. and so when i keep seeing this over and over again i just want it to i want him to be successful i love his children his wife and when people are attacking him like that i want you to look at all three things and then ask yourself is this all bucker because it's not he's one of the most talented talented kickers of all time so let me ask you this is he healthy still or, or is he still being bothered by that ankle uh, no, I don't know that. I, I honestly, I, I think that that's something that he would never, it, even if he was, he, he goes out there and says, I got to make kicks. That's the philosophy that James snaps with and that Tommy probably holds. And he definitely punts like that. When you watch him punt, you're like, man, he, this guy is using every bit of his craft and he loves it. And he's spending all the time in the world on it. But all three of those guys, you have to say, this is my craft. And it's super important because it's not like, like we'll use them, for example, at the Texans. They're not going to be cutting and trying to bring in free agents and doing stuff to make a playoff push. But when I'm watching these playoffs, I want to, I want to watch the Chiefs go all the way and then bring another parade to Kansas City. And I don't want it to happen on a missed kick that if it's Bucker's kick, I get it. But it, it better not be a holding thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, have a great Christmas, Dustin, and enjoy. Thanks for checking uh, in. You know, thanks for checking in and kind of giving everybody a different perspective on something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have a, a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hanukkah started. That's today, right? Yeah, he started last so, night. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. There you Ready go. Enjoy, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> thanks, guys. Take That's care. Dustin Cole quit joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. It's a different perspective. Yeah, it definitely is. And, and, a, and a legit driving, perspective. driving right? a little crazy, it yeah. sounds like, too. And no, it's good, man. I, <laughs> yeah. I enjoy hearing that side of things to hear a different perspective of how it works because as we sit there and watch football games, Josh, let's be honest. We all take it for granted. Oh, I could do this. I could get out there, right? We got a couple of, you know, kicking doctors on the text line today. That's cool. Uh, but you can't do what they're doing. And if it's not done properly, as we know in sports, the littlest details make the biggest uh, biggest decisions for you. I mean, you got to find a way to make sure that you're paying attention to the smallest details. And I think that's the biggest issue still with this team, turning the football over and some of those little details and the putting the laces out is something that needs to be done properly. And it's not getting done. You got to work to rectify that. You got to work to fix that. I know they put in a lot of work. I know I've kidded 
special teamers over the years, Dustin primarily, yeah, because we'd go to practice and he'd 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 hammer like five punts. He'd drop he'd drop two inside the five. He'd have one check up, and then he then then he then he then he'd be out jokingly. Sure, but they do put in a lot of work in this, and so to see it, if he if what he's describing is 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 going on, like get better, like what yeah, what's what's the hold up here? Um, it's, it's a fine art too, that, and as much as two, two, we, we roll our eyes at Dave Tobe yeah. and we lovingly call them like special teams nerd. Right. Cause he is the nuances of whatever that's gotta be driving them crazy too. It's gotta be. It, it like has they, to be. They don't want to see it come down to that. I don't want to see it come down to special teams. Also so said, one of the goals for the Rangers season is look competent on special teams. Right. Because they, they, they haven't. The other thing too, though, I mean, like, like Dustin understands, like, I don't do much work anymore. I'm punting because I don't have to punt that much anymore. So I got to get everything else right. And so that needs to be the Tommy Townsend kind of approach as well. You're not punting a whole lot, man. You just aren't with this team, right? Make sure you get the snap down right. So our thanks to uh, Dustin Colquitt. Derek Johnson joined us a little bit earlier in the show. Uh, penalties, uh, referees. The name Carl Cheffers, not a not a favorite one around Kansas City today, and uh, and we get it. You know what? Um, I, I, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, it's uh, when you're the top team, you, you know, you're gonna have some um, some penalties go your way that 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 you would think that will go your way in a, in a good way, but uh, lately some things have been happening that 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 haven't gone our way and hadn't been helping us at all. But um, we can help ourselves too when it comes to penalties and being able to put ourselves in better situations uh, when it comes to uh, uh, not letting a referee uh, help mm-hmm. with the game at the end of the get at the end of the day. And you got to work yourself through that as well, because I wouldn't blame the chiefs yeah. if Carl Cheffers is not in your head. Right. Should as be. a team. They Should don't, be. they don't, they don't like his crew. They don't like him. It puts everybody on edge. He clearly they, doesn't like them. They know it going in. They don't want it to be a case, but coming out, you heard Andy Reid mention the calls. I think he used the term the calls mm-hmm. a couple of times in his post game yesterday. You also don't hear him do that much. Like, well, a fifth of their penalties have come in the two games that Carl Cheffers like, has. That's about this as year. strong as he can be. Yeah. Of what was that nonsense? When that do was they going assign the refs? When do we learn who the referees are going to be? Like, usually we learn Thursday or Friday who these guys are going to be. Um, I think it's probably earlier than that. Like. I don't know. I don't. I don't track. I tend not to track that stuff because I don't want it to be know, an issue. I know. Is there a way that the Chiefs can protest but and not play if Jeffers is refing again? They know it. They know it early in the week for sure. If not, mm. if not before now. Yeah, they can't allow him at Arrowhead anymore. I would hope not. Or or a game that the Kansas City Chiefs are playing in. If you missed any of the show today, our chat with Dustin Colquitt that just went down, our chat with uh, Derek Johnson, uh, Chiefs linebacker, all-time Chiefs linebacker, who joins us each and every Monday at seven thirty, and you check it out. Uh, my locker room interviews with Creed Humphrey and Willie Gay. Hear their attitudes, which I think are perfect. Um, celebrating, yes. No, they got a ton to get better at. Yes. Um, and that's the goal for the next few weeks, right? Uh, you can be. check it all out. 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. Cody Gold are next here on 610 Sports Radio. I love butt. Talk to you later. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't forget to catch Patrick Mahomes on the drive every Monday at 2.15 with CDOT on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Right now at Old Navy, grab gear.